Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we've got a tough but very important subject, and that is pregnancy, because the internet knows when you're pregnant, so heads up women uh, that are pregnant or expecting or trying to be pregnant, because quite frankly, this is actually a rather concerning thing for you, but it affects all of us as well, even if we are not pregnant or don't have the ability, such as myself. So, Let's, let, let's get going here, because in the wake of overturning Roe v. Wade, which obviously removed abortion as a constitutional right, there has been a lot of advice for women to stop using apps like fertility trackers, as basically the data that those apps collect could be used against them in states that are no longer friendly to abortion. I actually wrote an article on this uh, when the draft decision was leaked before it finally came down with this specific advice as well. So I am also giving advice on this, but... Thanks to Gizmodo, the publication, we now know that it's a whole lot worse out there for women's privacy online when it comes to pregnancy, and it goes way beyond these fertility tracking apps. Now, this is coming from an article that I'm cribbing heavily from, and I'm just taking elements of this. I highly recommend go reading it. This is by Shoshana Wadinsky and Kyle Barr, and I think this is important because here's what's going on. A Gizmodo investigation into some of the nation's largest data brokers found more than two dozen of them promoting access to data sets that contain digital information on millions of pregnant and potentially pregnant women across the United States. At least one of these companies also offered a large catalog of people who were using basically similar uh, or the same sorts of birth control that are being targeted right now by those more restrictive states in the nation that really have gone a task removing abortion uh, basically as a state law since it's no longer federally protected. Now, in total, Gizmodo identified 32 different brokers across the United States selling unique mobile IDs from around 2.9 billion profiles of people tagged as quote-unquote actively pregnant or quote shopping for maternity products. Now, also on that market was a data set of 478 million customer profiles labeled, quote, interested in pregnancy, end quote, or, and I quote again, intending to become pregnant. Now, in all cases, these data sets were sold as what are known as CPMs, or cost per mile. Uh, basically, that means that whoever buys them only pays for the number of end users that are reached out with a given ad, meaning if I'm buying this saying, show me all pregnant women and pick a state, then I'm only paying for those quote-unquote pregnant women or who I believe are pregnant from this data set as I'm advertising for them. Now, depending on basically who was offering this data set, that price per mile ranged from $0.49 cents per reach up to $2.25, which is a pretty hefty fee for this kind of reach, meaning, or, or the expectation is at that price, it's going to be really, really accurate, meaning the false positive rate, let's say in this case for pregnant women, is going to be way down on that list. Now, Gizmodo was also able to find likely data sources for 19 of these data brokers by essentially scouring announcements uh, about past partnerships and integrations, meaning these data brokers are saying, oh, we're partnering with this company or that company, and here we are. Now, we'll get to that. But for the remaining handful of those players, basically the vast complexity of the data sharing ecosystems they have meant that, and I quote, it was completely impossible to suss out where exactly they were deriving their data. Eerie. And I think that's a really good point, obviously, end quote. Now, in one case, for example, a company called Alike Audience was selling access to an estimated 61 million iPhone or iOS users 
who were at a, quote, pregnancy and maternity life stage, end quote. But the listing didn't go into detail of the source of how they got that data. It simply notes that, and I quote, a like audience collects data from various sources, such as users, mobile app downloads and usage, geolocations, public records, such as POI, and self-declared information, meaning, let's say you went on Facebook and said, hey, everybody, I'm pregnant, and that was public, they might have access to that. Well, I don't know, maybe Twitter. One possibility, and I think this is very likely, is that a like audience leveraged its relationship with MasterCard, that is one of the major credit cards, obviously, to see who was buying items in the quote-unquote maternity care category. While the company's listing didn't go into the specifics about what, what maternity care is, you can kind of figure that one out for yourself. Maternity clothes, prenatal vitamins, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. This is how about a decade ago or so, there was a case where an angry father walked into Target with very specific ads for his teenage daughter saying, do you want my daughter to get pregnant? You are sending her basically advertisements for pregnant women, and the teen daughter essentially had to disclose to her father, yes, I actually am. That's probably a pretty embarrassing family moment there. But Target was the one that outed her because we have been data mining like this for quite some time. And I think these things are really important to understand. So while you're not using those femtech or fertility apps, understand that when you're walking into Target and using your credit card, that is potentially being turned over to data brokers all over the place. If you're posting something online to Facebook or even in instant messages, which Facebook can data mine, you potentially are giving information to data brokers because Facebook basically allows anybody to get this information, providing they can pay for it. So, so these are things that I think are really important to understand that even as we are going through our day-to-day -day lives, if they are getting, let's say, from your iPhone or even your Android, your GPS location, you happen to be at, I don't know, Babies R Us or, you know, you know, take, take another location, they're going to start to understand that if you're there frequently, you're not just shopping for a friend that is potentially going to have a kid. Odds are you have one or are in the process of uh, having one as well at some point. So, so these are things that we really need to understand. This also really underscores the need that we have here in the United States to create laws to protect our data privacy. Because as I mentioned at the beginning, this doesn't just affect women, this affects men as well. Meaning if I am, let's say, continuously going into Target and I am buying, let's say, very specific things, the data brokers may understand, let's say, a complication in my health or my preferences or other things as well. Now, obviously, pregnancy is a very important, it should obviously be a very private thing, uh, you know, to an individual or a couple or, you know, whoever is involved and, and that information should be released only as they see fit. But the point is, is that we are giving this information away. And this information is then being used not just to strategically advertise to us things that we, we may want or, or potentially spend more in the targets of the world, but it also means that the data brokers could potentially sell this. And when it comes to, let's say, those states that are prosecuting uh, abortion at this point or will soon be a prosecuting abortion, there's no reason why they couldn't go to these data brokers and say, oh, you have 478 million or 2.9 billion uh, you know, data sets individuals. Show me everybody that's geographically located in my state that is potentially pregnant. And now what we have is government surveillance specifically on that on that matter because they are now considering this potentially criminalized, meaning you could go from months one through nine and have a kid and be done with this. Or let's say you have a miscarriage. Let's say you go to another state and get an abortion. And now suddenly the data set shows, well, you're no longer shopping at Babies R Us or you're no longer buying those things at Target that you had before. This is what we're talking about.
and we don't have good federal privacy laws. And what I mean by federal is that federal law tends to supersede or does by default supersede laws coming from states. That's why some uh, basically California representatives would not sign on to a national privacy bill because that national privacy bill was weaker than what California has. And California didn't want their privacy, which was more stringent, superseded by the federal government. It goes the same way for this here. And so this is something that we need to have a national debate on. And so if we are essentially talking about this, I mean, I don't know, write your member of Congress. We've got to do something, but we have to be aware of these things. And I'm not saying you have to go sit here and order everything from Canada or something. But the point being is that this information is out there simply by us using our credit card, simply by us you know, having a GPS uh, activated into our phones. It's something that we should all be concerned about. It's just that pregnancy really underscores this because it's such a serious issue right now in the United States. And that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. But please don't tell any of those that you're pregnant. Same with YouTube, where you should subscribe to me. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, please, please just continue to attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.